It doesn't matter my circumstance, my environment, people that are around me. None of that gets to impact me. None of that gets to ruin my whole day. None of that gets to throw my life off course. Check in with their mindsets and their beliefs and retraining them. If you have a bad habit, if you have certain emotions that you don't like about yourself or that you want more of like anything you want in your life, a reality, you are literally creating it every single day, every action, every thought. And like the majority of the time, most people are unconscious from the reality. They don't even know until they get to the end of the day. Infidelity, a business is going bankrupt, being pregnant at the same time, firing the majority of your team. Is that a reason to explore religion and spirituality? Find out today. So one thing that I've been doing too, that has been kind of mind expanding for me is every, I mean, it's only been four months now, but every quarter I want to find topics that are like kind of outside what I normally would look at. Cause I normally will look at a lot of business things. I do like business interviews. Um, a lot of the stuff that we do that is, you know, that's why we do it. Cause I like it, but finding things that are outside of what I normally would look at and just exploring it for a quarter and kind of like having my own. Like what? So this, this quarter is actually religion because I grew up in a household that we would go to church. Like we would go to a Methodist church and if you did something bad, they'd be like, we definitely got to go to church, take, take, uh, take the sisters to church. But it wasn't anything consistent. And I remember growing up and I was like, it just doesn't resonate with me. Like, I don't really like this, like, you know, this idea of if you do this, you're evil and then you got to beg for forgiveness. And like, it just didn't resonate how it was told to me. And this, like a couple months ago, I was like, I feel like I want to explore it now on my own um, because I have a very spiritual side to me that I'm like, I've had a lot of different experiences that opened up my mind to like, yes, I, I know there's something bigger. I don't explain it like some other people explain it, but like, there's definitely something there. Um, and so my mind has been really expanded from all the work I've been doing this past year, two years, but then there's still religion over here, which I'm like, I don't feel like I ever, when it was coming to me, it was in a place when I really didn't have the ability to like really make decisions cause I didn't know anything. And so it was more just being like pushed into me of like, this is what you have to believe instead of more of like going back to like, well, there's faith and there's belief and I was being told to believe something, but I couldn't really ask questions and I couldn't really look into it. And so that's something this quarter that I started looking into actually a couple months ago, I started looking into it. Like I want to read things like go through the Bible, but then I also want to read, I think I mentioned on a previous episode, like the uh, Mary Magdalene scripts. And then I want to read the books that were not put into the Bible. <laughs> like, I think it's like the book of Epoch and the book of uh, maybe Thomas and like the ones that people were like, no, this can't go in there. And just reading all of it and just kind of see not and not word, you know, every single page, but I do want to explore of like what's in here and then reading like around Buddhism and reading like a lot of history around that and seeing what, you know, what's the writing over there? Because my view is I'm moving forward and all of this is like, it's all the same. It's just kind of like talked about a little bit differently. And then there's a lot of dogmatic ideas that were put into a lot of these religious practices and a lot of like, it's a man, father, like you got to listen to him and you're going to go to hell. And like, maybe those things actually weren't even part of it. I don't know. I'm not going to have that strong of opinion yet. Um, but it's something interesting that I started exploring it that I'm like, I've never thought about that since I was a kid. And I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, no, I'm not into this. Like, this is not for me. I decided it. Um, but it's been interesting kind of you know, diving into this. And now it's opening up a whole new show that we're going to be launching that is blending, you know, the spiritual, the religious and history and showing the unity of like all these things happening around the world, 
maybe we should expand our mindsets and like look into these other places, into these nooks and crannies, into the books that were threatened to be burned and not included in certain Bibles or whatever and dug, you know, buried underground by different monks. Like it's just really interesting. And, um, and it's been influencing, you know, how I think about different things and helping make sense of different spiritual experiences that I've had where I'm like, Oh, maybe this is why someone wrote this. And, uh, like, what are you looking for? You keep saying you want to expand and open your mind, but let me ask you a question. Maybe <laughs> this is weird. It's going to sound weird. Why, why do you want yeah. to do that? So if, when we would have talked probably like three years ago, um, I would have been like, I don't know if I really believe in anything. Um, I just wasn't sure. And I felt like so many facts didn't add up and, that was kind of the place I was in. And, but it also felt limiting where I'm like, there has to be more to this experience. Um, but I just haven't seen it. And I can't just believe cause someone's telling me to believe, but then there's just a little wondering piece in me. That's like, I feel like there's more to the story here. Um, and I don't know why it was more just a gut feeling. I'm like, I feel like there's something more. Were you like spiritually curious, intellectually no. curious? Did you no. feel unfulfilled, unsatisfied? Like, well, I would say, I mean, a lot of this was happening back when mission was like almost dying when I was pregnant with the twins, when the company was almost bankrupt and we're firing. Having to let more go. Payments. Yeah. More payments. <laughs> Never forget. Um, we're letting go of all of our team and like, so I feel like that was the time period where I was just like trying to understand of like, how can all these things happen at once? And they're like, and there not be a reason to this. So maybe it was a bit of hope back then of like, there has to be some kind of reason all this is happening. Cause it just doesn't make sense. And it feels like it happened so quickly in my world where it's like, everything went from being pretty fine, stable to like everything collapsing at once. And it had me make so many quick decisions and movements to like, rapidly pivot my life into literally something completely different than it ever was before. And I think it was during that time period where I'm like, I don't, it just doesn't feel like this is random. And I don't know why. Cause I'm like, I at that point I'm like, I didn't believe in anything. I wasn't spiritually, spiritually curious at all. Um, I was more of just like, it just feels like something else is at play here. I just don't know what, and I don't understand why. And I just got to move through this process and get past it. Um, and this was when I was in Palo Alto and like people out there were not the people I was around were definitely not spiritual and they were not religious or anything. It was more me just going through such deep emotions and like emotions I had never felt at that depth before where I just started opening up something in me of like, I, there has to be a reason to go through this. And I think that a lot of people, when they go through dark things like that, probably have to wonder like, what is all this for? <laughs> Why am I experiencing this? Just wondering. Um, so then fast forward to the first time I ever tried psychedelics. And that was when I had experiences of seeing and feeling things and just kind of like feeling like there's something bigger out there and actually experiencing it. And so it wasn't just someone telling me something is like, you got to believe in God and you got to believe in, you know, like Jesus is the son of God. You got to believe in all these things I'm telling you. I had just an experience where I'm like, oh, something's bigger and I don't have to explain it. I don't have to know what it is. I don't have to know why, but it was such a vivid um, experience that it stuck with me for like six months afterwards where I, I could not think about it. And it started pulling me into a different space where it's like, once you experience that once and you expanded your mindset, which is why I am so bullish on people experiencing psychedelics and like 
for all the reasons, PTSD, trauma, all the things that are getting proven right now in the government uh, through all the different research that's happening. That's probably why it's going to be approved very soon. Like, that's why I've been bullish on it for the past two years is because I saw what it did to me of like being in such a dark night of the soul, having all this stuff happen, finding that, and then just seeing a bigger, yeah, much more spiritual reason of why we're all here and what we're doing and maybe even why these things were happening and why it was such a blessing that it was happening. And like, all of this is part of a plan and you're so fully protective, like that feeling of like, you can't see everything around you. You can only see this one 3d reality, but there's so much more that we can't even see and experience and it's all around. It's just, but I don't have to understand. That was the message I kind of got two years ago. And then since then, um, experiencing that through things like breath work, experiencing that through meditation, through a really intense workout. It's like once it kind of opened up the portal of like, there's something more out there, but I don't have to know what. And for me, I don't have to point to it's a man, it's this, like it's the father, like it doesn't have to be that. Um, and that feels like a very Western way of thinking about things sometimes to me that I'm like, it, do, it didn't feel like that at all. Um, and then once I started sharing my experience with other people, it's like, other people have kind of seen the same thing, experienced the same thing, um, witnessed that as well. And I'm like, okay, it didn't just happen to me then. Many other people have had the same um, experience. And it was on, like some people were doing ayahuasca in the jungle. Some people were doing psilocybin in Oregon. Some, you know, they were all in these different places having shared experiences of knowing like there's something bigger. And some people try and explain it, of course, of what, what it is. But I'm just more okay of knowing, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm open to learning more. And I want to learn about the history. I want to learn about like, yeah, I believe Jesus existed. Of course, like too many people wrote about him for him not to exist. Um, but do I think he's the son of God? I don't know. Like, I'm not sure yet. I'm not, I think he was a master meditator. I definitely think he connected with God in some way, but then so did Buddha. So did, you know, many people. And so that's the place I'm at now. Um, but still like I might have these opinions and they're very weakly held because I'm on the path of exploration of being like, what is this? And I like that. I have opinions that are very weakly held. Yeah. Cause I, I've only been looking into it for a couple months. And the more I look, the less I know every time I read something and then I read another book, I'm like, dang, I really don't even like know anything about this world. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system that you can trust or is it a real piece of you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns like TikTok to Instagram, and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mission daily, all lowercase, all one word. Go to shopify.com slash mission daily to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash mission daily. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. 
With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Take customers from picking it out to picking it up. Shopify syncs in-store inventory with Google, so when local customers search for that thing they want that you have, bam, you're there. Demand meets supply. And man, had I just studied the Bible, I really wouldn't have known anything. Like if I didn't keep going down these random threads that in a way have come back and kind of influenced how I think about leading the company, how I think about, you know, our team being a team together, how I think about treating people. I mean, so many areas have expanded just from this exploration. Um, and so it was because of that, those experiences that I've had that I was like, it'd be interesting to actually focus on that for once, because many people focus on this stuff when they're told to younger in life. And then many people have a belief that they are told to believe, but I'm kind of like a clean slate. I don't really know what to believe yet. And I just want to like, look into it. And if it's just for pure historical fun and finding out, interesting history and being able to like look at it from a worldly view instead of just a Western view. I'm here for it. So that's my very long winded answer to, I don't even know what you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) I asked you, did you feel like you were missing something? It's not very common. I think for most people to just start reading books about religion, unless they feel like something is not right. And, uh, so, so hearing where this all started from, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause even now I'm like, I don't feel like anything's missing from me. I feel like I'm such a whole complete person now more than I have ever been. Um, and now I'm in the clear space to explore these things, um, from a frame that is just so yeah clear. It's not just being told what to look at and when to look at. Um, yeah. So it just feels like the right timing now to look into this, but from i I'm not trying to fill any gaps. I don't have gaps like that. I mean, everyone has gaps, but you know, I don't have like something where I'm like, Oh, if I just knew this thing, then I would be completer. If I just had this one more money, this relationship, like all I'm like, I feel so complete just with myself right now. Well, that's good. Super good. I don't know if there's a takeaway here. So it's like, if, do you think some, if someone was feeling incomplete, they should, or what would you recommend to someone who's just feeling like, how about this? This is good because this is more where you were. If someone feels just inundated with things out of their control, problems, divorce, infidelity, entrepreneurial struggles, business, like contracts getting canceled. Um, so you had business struggle. You had employee struggle because, of course, all your employees knew that something was wrong even though you couldn't really say like, it's not hard to figure out. We're not stupid. Like something's wrong. You got personal. So it's family. So anyone out there who just hearing all this stuff, just like, just feels like it's just piling on. What would you recommend they read first? Or maybe it doesn't have to be one. Give me three things you think would be a good start. I think one thing that supported me when it came to reading was anything Joe Dispenza, like him empowering people to check in with their mindsets and their beliefs and retraining them of like, okay, if you have a bad habit, if you have certain emotions that you don't like about yourself or that you want more of like anything you want in your life, a reality, you are literally creating it every single day, every action, every thought. And like the majority of the time, most people are unconscious from the reality. They don't even know until they get to the end of the day. And they're like, dang, I did the same thing. I snapped at my wife the same way again. I, you know, drank too much again. It's like the same thing repeating over and over. And so I think with Joe Dispenza, he has many books. One's like Becoming Supernatural. 
there's a couple other books that I've read back in the day and all of them, um, were so empowering to how to, how do I work with my brain? How do I at least check in and see like, what am I believing? And how do I start working into like new thought patterns to then create a new reality? Uh, so that was like one of the most helpful things of just being like, there's science behind this. It's not just all woo woo, spiritual, mystical. Like he's literally doing all this research all the time, all these research papers going out, showing how quantum and things like that are impacting like what's happening in someone's brain, showing how all these like um, just different research areas are converging to show like, here's what's actually happening when you do this thing. And so that was like the first thing I started exploring, looking through his books and just being empowered to be like, it doesn't matter my circumstance, my environment, the people that are around me, none of that gets to impact me. None of that gets to ruin my whole day. None of that gets to throw my life off course. Um, and so really realizing like I'm a hundred percent responsible for how I'm showing up in the world right now. And if I want to be in a big state of anxiety and sadness and all that, like it's fine, feel the emotion, process it, but you don't need to stay there mentally and keep reworking the same scenarios over again, because then you're just going to make yourself sick. You're going to like keep creating that same reality. Um, so his stuff was really, really helpful back then just to step up and take responsibility of like, this is my life, no matter what's happening around me, I still get to choose how I'm going to show up to myself and to my kids and what kind of person I get to be, even when there's chaos swirling and everything's on fire around me. So his stuff was really, really good um, and helpful. And I still like will listen to interviews with him now. And where he is now is actually even farther advanced in the science realm than it was, you know, four years ago, five years ago. Um, so that's, yeah, like his retreats. I have heard so many different friends of mine have gone to his retreats and talk about like, you're basically reprogramming your mind in seven days. And a lot of the things aren't that hard. Like some of them are as simple as before you get up in bed, like out of bed in the morning, before you look at your phone, before you do anything, you basically think out what things you want to change that day. So maybe if you have a habit where you're like, every single day, I get stressed around this piece and then I snap at my kids and whatever. And that happens all the time because of breakfast time. You sit there and play that scenario out in the way that you would want it to be where you're like, okay, instead of snapping, I'm going to do this. Instead of like creating this scenario, I'm going to do this. And you sit there and you keep reworking that same scenario. Just like, I mean, famous basketball players do this musicians. They don't actually go and play the basketball. They'll sit there and think about it, the play over and over again, and can actually show how they can get better just from rehearsing, shooting that shot or playing that musical or whatever. And so just doing that in the morning until you can all the way get through with like, here's how it looks now. Like the end state is me acting this way. And I've shown my brain 10 different times of like, this will be the end state of what I want that to look like. And it might not work the first time, but just even that practice for me was helpful to be like, no, I'm in control of myself. Like, I'm not just going to be in this pattern of like, wake up, look at my phone, do this. Like, that's just a pattern that I've gotten into. But what if I just stay here in bed and rehearse a couple things in my mind of things I want to adjust or things I want to lean into? Like, I want to lean into this feeling of excitement today or passion or productivity. And what does that look like? Like just training your brain and working with it a little bit and focusing on that to then create new habits and new patterns and doing, I mean, I did that. I still do that, but that was like a big thing for me of like rehearsing scenarios out and rewriting them um, or creating new ones in my mind of like, what do I want this to look like? So that came from him and it's still something I do. Um, yeah. In my life all the time. So a lot of that is around, you know, it all comes back to meditation and tuning in with yourself and quieting your mind. And um, like, that's all his work is around 
that stuff. And that was the most helpful thing to me, especially when your life is feeling chaotic or you're feeling stuck or you feel like your emotions are driving you. Um, just learning how to like tune in and see like, well, what do I need and how can I work with this feeling and either channel it into something, a project, a thing, or how do I just sit and be with it and rework, um, that mindset to be able to, you know, maybe show up tomorrow in a different way. And also side note, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I know our previous hater told me to stay in my lane, but these are just things that really have worked for me. And you're an expert on what you've done. Yeah. I'm an expert on me and what I've tried. And I've tried so many things. Um, but yeah, anything around that meditation and calming your mind and checking in with your body and then just seeing what you need. All helpful. Don't even ask me what I would do. Cause I, I don't know <laughs> when it, I haven't really been faced with that many, like really hard things. I get so mad about little things. It, it, it takes a lot of people to calm me down. I've not, it's not required me to open up my mind to religion yet. I've not sought some higher being yet, but I could probably benefit from it. I have no idea. That's why I want to put you in like a psychedelic ceremony, <laughs> blast open your mind for you to be like, Whoa, Steph, I know what you mean now. Yeah. But how, how do you know, like if I were in a psychedelic ceremony that I wouldn't just have more of my existing thoughts, just amplified? You might, you might, or you might not. I just might be there. But like, I wish I could see more naked women. Like, well, you might, or you probably won't. Be I say. One of these days I'm going to get you into one and we'll come on mission daily and talk about what happened to you. Well, because I'm, I'm open to it. Listen, back in the day, I used to love some mushrooms. Now I would eat, just I'd do be, it willy nilly. I was, I was, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just seeing, you can't just do it willy nilly. Like, look, Oh, look, I'm just going to like go. people no. like, look at that, with that, that mushroom face. She's be like, huh? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> so anyone listening? No, but we will. That'll be a fun future episode. Well, I want to definitely, we'll do it in a nice legal spot. Anyone listening? It's very, All right, here's how it's spot going down. legal. Everyone. I mean, everyone, I'm a huge Florida Gators fan. They are playing the university of Texas next year at Texas. Maybe I go to that game. What does that have to do with what, what, what? Well, Where be in that? Austin. Cause then we can go do your thing, whatever. It's not, okay. Well, it won't be in Austin. I'm, I gotta oh, take okay. We're going somewhere else. Oh, even oh, better. Where we, going? We, we might go to Peru. I don't know. Man. Okay. Okay. We're going to go to Chicama first and then we'll go do some psychedelics. If the psychedelics mess up my brain, I'd, I don't want to go surfing at Chicama without, you know, a clear mind. <laughs> we'll figure that out when we get there. Chicama's the world's longest wave. Oh, okay. And that's in Peru? It is. Oh, all right. There you go. Okay. Well, that'll be a future episode then. You all can count on that. I'm going to ship Albert to Peru and give him an experience. Not me give him one, but find him one. <laughs> 